The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specialises in making it a successful reality. everyone and welcome to the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison. Now we're talking about investing today, essentially different ways of investing in all kinds of asset classes, including crypto assets and also precious metals. Why is crypto important to this conversation? Well, a recent report by EY found that the sector contributed $2.1 billion to the Australian economy and suggests that Australia's crypto industry could outgrow the energy and tourism sectors by 2030. I mean, that's substantial growth. That's a reason to talk about crypto. But of course, as I started off by saying, we're talking about other asset classes as well. So we're talking today to Ian Lowe, the CEO of Daxi, which is essentially an investment platform. Ian, welcome. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Lovely to have you with us today. Now, Ian, you're an experienced leader. I've had a look back at your at your um, experience in the past and, and you have been in leadership positions for a long time. So how has that brought you to where you are today? Well, look, I, I've uh, been really fortunate to work in, um, you know, technology and in particular platform-based technology businesses for, you know, well over 20 years. And and over that period, I've, I've uh, particularly focused on businesses that are innovating in their chosen field. So these are established industries, but through technology going through a level of disruption that creates opportunity both for those companies and the, and the clients they service. So, you know, my, my journey has taken me uh, through various organisations that you know, have a focus in uh, uh, digital media in particular, more, more recently. But Daxi, the, the, the business that I'm, I'm the CEO of uh, as, we, as we have this conversation today, is really no different to that. We're, we're, we're taking the underlying innovation of blockchain and the opportunity that that represents to to build a successful business around that, and we're we're taking it to a particular type of everyday investor with a particularly um, uh, a, a particular focus in our value proposition, and we see enormous upside for both the clients that we service and our business as a result of that. So for me, where I am today is very much a continuation of, of the journey I've been on for a while now. So you joined, um, and Ian, correct me if I'm wrong, as Australasia CEO, and you joined, you, you did that role for only eight months before taking on the global role. Why was that transition so fast? What happened over that period of time? Well, look, the, the, the business is a global business, and I think uh, the, the opportunity that I put my hand up for was was very much focused on the the ANZ region, uh, and as the business has expanded, the you know the need for a global CEO became evident, and you know I, I had my hand up for it, and uh, you know the shareholders of the of the business I think on the basis that they they considered me appropriate for the ANZ role said, well look you know Ian's had experience building global businesses and scaling those uh, you know rapidly, uh, and some of those. Those businesses I took to a successful ASX listing, uh, and so I was lucky enough to get the gig. Is the answer, and um, 
But I think that was also based on my, my um, track record. Now, you've said um, that you believe that every business needs to be able to clearly articulate why. So what's the why for Daxi? Great question. In, in a nutshell, there's a, there's a couple of answers to, to that question. The first is that the founders of, of our organisation recognised a number of years ago that digital money is an inevitability. Uh, it is really just uh, the next stop on the digital journey where we started with digital communications and digital transactions. Now we're getting to digital media uh, and, and digital money is really the next evolution of that. And some people call that Web.3 or, or Web3 rather. Um, and there are various names for it. But the idea that the digital journey would continue into the way that we store and trade value in its various manifestations is, I think, widely accepted and, and a complete inevitability, with or without Daxi and with or without any number of other major well-known organisations in the space. And that's about the underlying innovation of blockchain. Now, Now, with that we recognise that there's an opportunity to open up investing for the creation of long-term wealth uh, to everyday investors in a way that blockchain permits us to democratise or give the everyday investor access to investment opportunities they otherwise would not get access to uh, in a way that we think is profoundly exciting. And, and what that does is it creates a whole new paradigm in terms of participation in the investment landscape, particularly from a wealth perspective. So that is medium for long-term investing with a focus on creating, creating wealth over the medium to long-term. Uh, and, and that opportunity is fundamentally global. And so that is why Daxi exists. Our role is to help everyday investors build wealth over the medium to long-term through the underlying innovation of blockchain. And we do that in a, in a couple of different ways, but that is, in essence, the answer to the question. Long term, what's medium to long term to you? Well, it means three years plus. Uh, long term is a relative, uh, the definition of which that is, is, is subjective, but certainly it means three years plus. And for most of our, our clients, they take a three to five year plus view of their investment and the return on that investment. So is this why you often emphasise that Daxi is not a trading platform? It is an investing platform. That's absolutely right. So we we are not a trading platform. And, and, and the distinction between a trading platform and a wealth platform or, or a platform built for investors is really quite significant. Uh, the first of those is that what characterizes the trading dynamic is um, often younger, male-dominated, uh, placing small, often very speculative bets, looking for a short turnaround to a, to a payday. So if we look at crypto, it's a classic example. You know, you've got a lot of 20-something males placing $100 bets on cryptocurrencies that are relatively obscure and hoping to make money in 14 days. Right, that characterizes the early stages of the, of the crypto market. What we see in, in crypto assets is, is a subset of those, those assets that will provide genuine uh, value over the medium to long term. In other words, 
the value in those assets will increase significantly. And that's based on the strength of the underlying business, the strength of the underlying use case, um, how well that, that coin is supported, its utility, the breadth of ownership, a whole range of different criteria. Uh, and so what characterizes an investor that might be interested in that sort of criteria is really very different to the traders that, that, that speak to the early stages of the, of the emergence of, of cryptocurrencies. So we're focused on an investor mindset that is not, you know, punting the money they can lose, but judiciously and very carefully investing the money they can't lose, uh, which is typically, obviously, um, larger amounts, but, but based on an underlying uh, understanding of the underlying investment case and giving it medium to long-term timeframes to deliver. So talk to us about what Daxi offers, because specifically your bundling um, and tokenizing of, of precious metals. I mean, you've talked about crypto and we'll delve into your Daxi chain and Daxi coin as well. But talk to us, first of all, about Daxi bundles. So this is one of the ways that we, we've, and we've had really great success with these bundles, but this is one of the ways we're trying to make the entry point into crypto assets as frictionless as possible, particularly for the first-time crypto investor. So a typical Daxi first-time investor or, or client uh, wants to put money to work. They, they probably have a self-managed super fund, but they also may not. This may be just money that's, that's lying around in an account getting 0%, and they want to put it to work. So a really sensible entry point for that type of investor is a bundle where they can acquire multiple crypto assets, all of which have been very carefully vetted by Daxi. In other words, we only provide a carefully selected subset of cryptocurrencies in our platform based on our performance criteria. So it's a curated catalog of crypto assets to invest in. But we also make them available as bundles. And what this allows, particularly, as I say, the first time investor to do is to acquire multiple uh, curated crypto assets in a single transaction. It speaks to the, you know, the well-held and, and I think um, uh, appropriate strategy of saying, well, let me diversify my, my position so that I'm, I'm managing my risk. Um, and it gives them that diversified position in a single transaction. But all of the underlying cryptocurrencies have been vetted by us. Uh, and can also be invested in as standalone cryptocurrency. And, and you have various bundles on that front. So you've got a blue chip bundle, for example, which, as far as I understand it, does exactly what it says it's going to do. It's the blue chips of crypto. Exactly right. So the blue chip bundle is is Bitcoin and Ethereum and a couple of others. Um, and, you know, the, the three-year returns on that bundle are about 780% as we sit here today. Uh, so it's you know, that blue chip bundles performed really nicely um, and investors who've invested in that are obviously very happy. Uh, we also have a blue ocean bundle, which is about some of the, the up and coming cryptocurrencies where the use case is, we think, really compelling and the underlying business uh, that's represented through those currencies is, is very strong and the participation rate and the ownership rate is building. So we think that in particular, some of the upcoming coins that are real infrastructure and enablement plays. So a little bit like the telcos and the data centers when the internet was becoming real. Um, we think they have a really good future. And so we've carefully selected some of those 
real fast moving up and coming cryptocurrencies into our blue ocean bundle. Um, and it's very early days. That's a, that's a new bundle. So it remains to be seen what the three year performance is on that bundle. But we are, we're, we're very confident that uh, investors will do well. It's not often, Ian, you hear people talking about returns in the hundreds of percent, let alone 700 percent plus. Well, that, that's true. But, <laughs> but, but, but equally, you know, what, one of the things that we've done here in the spirit of democratizing investment for everyday investors is we've also tokenized precious metals. Now, some of the numbers on precious metals, given what's happening in the world more recently, are actually, you know, compelling in their own right. So this is First of all, to explain the concept, this is where a, a digital token represents ownership of physical metal. So the underlying metal, physical metal, is vaulted, uh, is audited, is insured, and is owned by the holder of the token. Uh, and uh, so we, we've tokenized gold and silver and platinum. And again, if we look at something like the three-year performance of a precious metals bundle, which includes all of those precious metals... Uh, which which we've got a growing number of investors that they hold that that bundle. Uh, it's a sixty five percent return over the same three year period. So so whilst it's not in the triple figures, for what is considered um, typically a, a a safe harbor profile in investment or asset class, being precious metals, it performs particularly well. And in a world where inflation is escalating. There is uncertainty in other established markets, be they equities or others. Commodities is another good example where there's, there's a lot of volatility. Precious metals and gold more traditionally, you know, is seen as a safe harbor. And, and, you know, over that same three year period has actually performed really, really well. So it, it's an example of where we believe the innovation of blockchain, which will allow us to tokenize all sorts of asset classes over time, not just cryptocurrencies, but also things like precious metals, will create universal and ubiquitous access to multiple asset classes and allow the everyday investor to start to take a position and build wealth for the long term. And all of that's possible in terms of the ease and convenience that we're able to provide that because of the underlying innovation of blockchain. How easy it is, is it? What's the user experience like on Daxi, uh, Ian? Well, in some ways, the obvious answer is to invite people to go and, and see for themselves. But look, in, a, in, a, in two minutes or less, uh, a user can, can open an account, go through the registration process, have their account validated and be ready to trade. Um, it, it literally is that simple. And look, keeping in mind that, again, we're, we're targeting very much an investor mindset. The average age of our clients is not, you know, 22 um, it's older than that. So we've had to make it that easy because these are people that aren't born into the digital experience um, and, and we need to make that a really frictionless process, which I, you know, I think we have. Interested in what the average age is of your investor. If it's all older than 22, I mean, are we, are we talking retirees or...? Well, look, the midpoint would be someone in their 40s, but it, it's really interesting. The mix is changing. So, so these, you know, someone in their 40s has wealth to invest, but they're also, you know, they've got plenty of runway or time in which to actually build that wealth from where they are today. But having said that, you know, the, the mix is changing and it's really interesting. So first of all, we're seeing a, a disproportionately high level of growth in the younger demographics. 
in particular those that recognize that this is now an established, a new but established asset class, uh, particularly cryptocurrency specifically. And they want to start to build a position and they want to start to build that position now. So they might start with a modest entry point um, and build that position over time. So that's, that's one trend that we're seeing. Uh, ra rather than the, the, you know, the 20 something trader. So it's quite a, quite a different, it's an accumulation mindset, if you like. Um, the other thing that we've been really pleased to see is a, a much stronger representation of women in our customer base than would typically be the case on a, on a crypto trading platform. Crypto trading platforms, and they vary. Um, so there is a range, but typically they're around about 80 20 split male to female. Um, we've got about a 60-40 split, um, which I think speaks to this, this, this philosophy of participation, this idea that, you know, the, the opportunities and the knowledge around investing over the medium to long term to build wealth should be universally available. And access is actually a really key part of our value proposition. So to see that there's a, a much stronger female level of female participation with with the mix on our client base is actually enormously pleasing to us, and we're hoping that that, that trend continues. What is your revenue model, Ian? And um, what do your books look like at the moment? Well, we're not a public company. We don't we don't publish uh, our, our financials. But look, I think it's it's fair to say that we are a high growth business, um, which in many ways your listeners would would expect us to be. Um, we're a global organisation, so we have you know uh, clients around the world, in particular Australia and the UK, but but also um, expanding into into Europe, and that geographic expansion will continue. Um, look, we it's a it's a business where essentially we we take money and we generate revenue in in two different ways. One is that we charge uh, you know modest fees as people transact. On our platform, so whether they're buying or selling, uh, we would typically, you know, take a very small fee as part of all that activity, which is, um, you know, very much um, the way these platforms operate. And we're also, as a wealth business, um, we take a, a small monthly membership fee, um, which will, and that'll be initiated uh, in the very near future. And it's a very modest fee, um, which also covers things like the cost of custody and insurances and various other protections that we offer to all of our clients. So um, that's, that's how we make money. Ian, is there a listing on the cards? Not in the near or immediate future, no. But that, that door remains open, but um, we're focused on some geographic and, and uh, accelerated uh, geographic growth and, and um, accelerated growth in terms of customer acquisition over the next little while. So look, where that leads to, uh, anything's possible and, and all options are on the table. But right now, we're really just focused on consolidating the business and, and, and focused on the growth trajectory uh, for the business and the acceleration of that trajectory. Ian, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you today. Really interesting story. And we look forward to catching up again in the next few months to see how your growth is going. Yeah, thanks very much. We appreciate your interest. And for all of our listeners, thanks for joining us today for this edition of Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. We'll catch you next time. 
This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, was sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, Australia's leading corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Barclay Pierce Capital provides specialised corporate advisory and equities trading services to privately owned businesses, small to medium-sized public and ASX-listed companies.